Hello, this is Doug McPherson from Size 10 and a Half Boots, welcoming you to the latest edition of the Coffee Cast. And I'm really glad to say that we're being joined this week by somebody that I've worked with for an awful long time, probably more years than I can remember now. Um, but it's somebody who's going to dis- dispel, debunk, whatever the word is, a couple of myths around BD and actually talk about how you can make your business development fun. So the person that's got that unholy task is Potter Clarkson, equity partner, head of BD and marketing. I could go on MBE, CBE. No, I'm only joking. Um, Fiona Law. Fiona, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Do you know what? I'm a bit nervous. Despite all those wonderful, you know, things you say, this is actually my first podcast. I do an awful lot of BD, but I haven't entered the podcast world. So... It's, Doug, you have the uh, <laughs> good luck. Just, just, just think we've got a cup or a glass or something in between us, and we're just sitting talking nonsense as yeah, usual. Well, we, do, we we do that enough, so that should be easy. Fiona, before we get started, we've got a stupid tradition on the coffee cast when we've got a debutant on, and that's to ask, what's your favourite type of coffee? Well, Doug, you're not going to believe this because I believe it's the same as yours. I absolutely love a cortado. It is perfect. It's just the perfect amount of milk to coffee ratio. And it's and and actually very few places do it. Um, So that is my coffee of choice. And it makes me think of sitting in Mallorca post lovely Michelin starred meal. And it's just the perfect coffee. What a fantastic answer. I knew there was a reason that we had you on. It's my coffee skills. I'll have to make you one sometime. <laughs> That's accepted straight away. Um, Fiona, as I said in the in the little preamble, one of the reasons, well, obviously I've been trying to get you on for ages, but you're that busy with your business development. It's not been that easy. Um, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you is because you're probably the person who illustrates best that BD doesn't have to be a chore, that it can actually be fun. So do you want to start off just by describing your approach to BD? Do you know what? I love it. I always have done. And, and I think that's because I was, I was introduced to it early on in my career. I mean, I've been a patent attorney for what, nearly 20 years now. And, and, and the, my, my old boss, the, the guy that trained me, was a real, um, he absolutely was fundamentally believed that you need to get out there, win work, build relationships. And, and I carried his bags and tagged along from, from maybe one year into the, into the profession. And, um, and, and, I, and it just sort of spoke to my personality so well because to me, business development is about creating, maintaining, deepening personal relationships. It's all about people. Um, and I just love meeting people, talking to people, building those relationships. And, and an awful lot of BD centers around food and wine and coffee. And, and I'm pretty passionate about those three things <laughs> as well. Um, so I, I genuinely enjoy it. Um, and I don't see it as a, as a chore that, okay, I need to do a couple of hours of business development this week. It's, it's just, I've just integrated it into my 
not just my work, I've integrated it into my life, actually. So, um, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about work-life balance and the fact that, you know, you need to switch off and, um, you know, five o'clock go and do something else. I've never really been like that. I've always integrated the two things. So um, by doing some BD on my personal time, I just make sure I'm doing things I like. So just to dig in, one of the things that you said there, um, and there's two things that I'm going to pick up on, but the first one is it's all about people. Mm. Um, It's building relationships with people. It's getting closer to people. It's talking to people, spending time with people, preferably with you know, coffee, wine, or food, always, always a massive plus. It helps. A lot of people get caught up on it because they think it's just selling, but you're, yeah. you're talking there about it's getting to know people. Yeah, exactly. It's there. There's a balance, right? Because you, you always need to keep the end objective in mind. And it, and it was you that taught me this, Doug, what, what's the next thing? What's the next thing you're going to do? But if your objective for that first meeting is get to know someone, establish some common ground, find out what's in, what interests them, then there's nothing wrong with that. You, you know, you, you, people think they need to jump straight in, but actually it's a, it's a stepwise approach. Um, 100%. And, it's- so, and it makes it, breaking it down makes it less scary. And it's, I always think if you find that thing that you've got in common, the conversation isn't, isn't difficult. It's not stilted. It's actually natural. Exactly. And it gives you a reason to talk to people. So um, I, 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 had a, I had a trainee who now works, now works in-house. You'll know who, exactly who I'm talking about, Doug, but she mm, loved sorry. Arsenal. Well, everybody's got a cross to bear. She, she loved Arsenal. So, um, and, uh, and whenever she, she always established common ground through, through football and, and I used to see her, you know, she'd send emails out after a game at the weekend and, and, you know, they'd get chatting about it and, and I'm sure she, she won work because of her love of Arsenal football. I have no doubt because people, um, it meant that by having a reason to keep in touch with, um, contacts, then I mean, BD is all about whenever whenever someone has real work to do, you're front of mind. And if that's because you've just emailed them about Arsenal Football Club, there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. It gives you an excuse, an excuse to, to get in touch. And I was just having this conversation with some, um, some licensing solicitors and saying sometimes that's the most powerful stuff. And my old boss many years ago in the, in the Lloyds market always used to say FFH, Football Family Holidays. Yeah. You can work through that list and you get one thing that's your little common bond with that prospect, contact, client, whatever. You'll always have some some reason to get back in touch with them. And it's always an easy conversation. And there's a patent attorney we work with, um, sadly, all, all too shortly, but over in Dublin. And his best, mm-hmm. his best BD was the WhatsApp group that he had around any international golf tournament because him and his... <laughs> American attorneys would just sit there mercilessly ripping each other all the way through these golf matches. But yeah. that's how they kept in contact. And like you said, it's getting to know people as people, not as yeah. potential pound signs, which 
it's where people go steaming in. Oh, I'll tell you one thing that really annoys me. And just for the listeners, Fiona and I were saying we weren't going into a, a rant today, but I think it's about three and a half minutes in. Yeah. It's that elevator script nonsense. Oh, learn oh, your I elevator know. script. And it's the most synthetic, insincere thing in the world. Like you said, just mm. talk about, well, if you have to talk about Arsenal, then talk about Arsenal. But alternatively, you can <laughs> talk about football. Um, but it's people are people first and lawyers yeah. second. And I think you really need to to remember that when you're out there doing BD. Exactly. And 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 it's not that things morph you can morph into work but without being without being artificial about it yeah um you know i i do an awful lot of um again and a lot of my bd trips tips come from you doug um a lot of this saw this and thought of you emails um and an awful lot of those you know if i read something you know an interesting case and i think so and so will like that it it takes a matter of minutes now, usually I add a few personal things into that email as well, because mm-hmm. you know what? I'm a human being, actually. And um, and I like, uh, you know, I like catching up with people and it just it just softens it and reminds, I guess, reminds them that you're, yeah, you're a human being. Absolutely. And like you've said, it's people. And that was the first thing that I wanted to pick up. The second thing um, from what you were saying right at the start that I wanted to drill into in a little bit more detail is that one of the things that stops lawyers and accountants from doing BD is that feeling that it's a chore. And I think that's a word we've both used already today. Um, But it's always been one of the reasons, it's always been really obvious to me that one of the reasons you're so good at BD is because you do keep it fun. Yeah. How do you keep BD fun? Uh, How do I keep BD fun? I think I do what I enjoy. I think I do what I enjoy doing. Um, and, and also, I tend to I also gravitate to people I like doing fun things with. Yeah. Um, it, it's not. It's not that I have. It's not that I have to keep it fun. It's that I think I gravitate to the kind of BD I enjoy, and it's still effective BD because the kind of well to go back to my earlier point I like spending time with people and chatting and building relationships um so that's that in itself is is something I enjoy doing but I also tend to you know I I think that you um you know I think I've said this to you before you you very rarely take a client out for dinner or take a client out for lunch and, and and don't come back with new work um and that's not the purpose of taking them out for lunch you know I I like going out for lunch with people but it's because you are um thinking about their business and they have your undivided attention and and usually you end up coming back with with work but I use but I try to engineer situations that I know both parties will be comfortable and enjoy so you mentioned what was it w what was it no f FFH. Football, fa- football family holidays. Well, I think it should be FFHW, Doug. I think you're going to have to change that. Football family holidays and wine. <laughs> I've, I've, um, I've been trading out on this since the mid-90s. Because, I, can't, I can't be changing acronyms now. I'll never keep because, up with myself. Um, because actually, 
I look back at a lot of my emails, a lot of them are around wine because I genuinely, I have a passion for it and I, and I, I really enjoy it. And, and, and maybe I just also have a, you know, lots of, lots of contacts who also enjoy wine. Um, but it is, but that, um, you know, wine tastings, you know, one quick glass of wine after work. I know that that will sort of kill two birds with one stone. I'll get to do a bit of BD and speak to someone and also have a glass of wine after work, which I also really would do anyway. Yeah. And that kind of takes me into the next thing, which is, you know, one of the other reasons that lawyers and accountants always give for not doing any BDs a lack of time. Now, you are really busy. You've got, you know, your client base, you've got all these people to look after, plus you've got your internal marketing and BD responsibilities. Mm-hmm. How do you make sure you've got that time to do BD? I'm guessing it's I, a similar answer. I, yeah, exactly. There's a couple of there's a couple of things. There's a there's the acronym JFDI, and since I'm being recorded, I don't need to tell you what the <laughs> F is. But um, but just do it. Sli- a, sl- so, a slight variation on the Nike. It, Slogan. Yeah. So an awful lot of people, and again, I said I wouldn't go into a rant, but I do get annoyed at the time spent organizing um, organizing BD to-do lists or strategizing around BD. Now, um, as, as head of BD, I've got to be quite careful here because actually you do need to organize and have a structured approach to your BD. But sometimes you can spend too long planning it and actually just get on and do it. Um, and, and that saves an awful lot of time. So don't be sitting thinking of a million reasons um, why you you know, should see a particular person or what you need to do when you get there or make a big list or a follow-up. Just send the email. Just send the email and, and, and plan it on the way to the meeting. Just, just get on and do it. Don't spend too long thinking about it. That really, really helps. Um, and, and another thing is people spend, people think everything has to be, I guess everything has to be new. So if you're writing a, if you're writing a LinkedIn blog or a post or, or sending emails about a case you've written, don't be afraid of, of repurposing things you've already done. Yeah. Or, um, uh, or you know, copying and pasting for some from something else and changing it a bit. It, that doesn't mean you have to make your BD impersonal, but you don't. It doesn't need to be perfect. Like it doesn't. Um, uh, actually, just 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 getting on, meeting people, and doing things will accomplish loads. You you don't need to spend ages sending an agenda before each meeting or or personalizing a or, or personalizing every single um article you're writing you can actually there are shortcuts and people should make use of them absolutely uh, and, uh, more and more these days because so much is looked at online um and i can't remember the actual numbers involved but somebody showed me a a graphic that that said how long a a web post lasts, how long a LinkedIn post lasts and how long a Twitter tweet lasts. Yeah. And the LinkedIn post and the, twi- the Twitter thing, 
I mean, it's a matter of hours, not even days. Do you know what I mean? So if you use yeah. something, if you reskin it and use it again two weeks later, no one's really going to notice. But it, it, like you say, it saves you bespoke and everything and spending more time than you need to. Exactly. I mean, I've been saying the same things for years, but in a different way. So, you seven, know, this, seven ways to get investor ready. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's the that one. more faces but, than but, James Bond. But but you know what? It's it has it's it's got me loads of work. It's really it's really good. Like they're really solid tips. And um, and it's just it's it's the best bit. Of, it's one of the best bits of BD I've ever done, yeah. you know, written on the written on the train on the way to see you. Um, but but actually, sometimes there's there's nothing wrong with saying the same thing again and again because you become known for that thing. Um, the the one bit of 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 work, it it's the gift that keeps on giving, or to use your expression, squeeze the lemon, <laughs> which is you know, uh, an ex- I I've used that ag- again and again. Um, there's nothing wrong with just saying the same thing again and again. That's good marketing. And it's it's good time efficiency as well. Exactly. Um, one of the other questions I was going to ask you. One of the reasons why some professionals don't find BD fun is it's not what they've been trained to do. So it makes them worry a little bit. Now, obviously you said you yeah. went out with, you know, your, the partner you work with from a quite a early stage in your career and it just became natural and you soon realized it's what you like doing anyway. Mm. So it all sort of fell into place. What about people who get particularly nervous about whether it's delivering presentations or walking into a big room full of people they don't know what what would your advice be to them do you know there's something for everyone and bd comes in all forms and um i hate giving presentations so do i uh, i you know I, that. Oh, I i had to i had to do one last week um and um and it was on um something really technical to a group of um US lawyers and I it, it was it was unnatural you know asked me to talk about IP strategy to to startups all day all day every day I'd be absolutely fine with that no notes or anything whereas this I had to plan rehearse make notes um and and it was it was scary but I I did it in a way that made me feel as comfortable as I could. So I had quite detailed notes on the technical stuff and I and I sort of brought it back to my comfort zone and ended up talking about stuff I knew about. Um, and, and actually, I think people should start with what they feel comfortable with. So other people might really love giving presentations. I mean, apparently they do exist, Doug. Um, they certainly do. Prob- prob- probably just Bernard, actually. Um, <laughs> and... And do you know what? If that's what you want to do, you look for those opportunities. If you just like to write on LinkedIn and you don't, you know, you, you're happier behind a computer screen, that's okay too, because um, that's all that's all good BD. And and actually, um, the researchers as well. The I'm I'm not really a details person, and some people really are, and and some. You know, and there's some BD that you do need quite targeted research for. You know, if you're if you're going on trips and you want to find out more about who you're going to see, see there's there is something 
there is something for everyone. It comes in all forms. And, and I would say to, and whenever I'm having, you know, uh, BD sessions with people or mentoring them, I'll say, what do you like doing? Both from a personal perspective, what do you like doing? And from a sort of what kind of work-wise or what kind of, you know, person are you? Yeah. Um, because if you're, if you're a writer, I'll find you writing opportunities. And if you, you know, if you like to, if you like to go out and cycle or run, then okay, how can you, how can you turn that into a work thing? Um, start with where you're comfortable rather than, you know, you don't need to go out of your comfort zone necessarily at the beginning. And I think that's, that's exactly the right question to ask. And it's not just in terms of tactics, whether you're a writer or, as you said, a runner or a cyclist. I think it's also to do with subject matter. So yeah, what type of technology are you interested in? What industry sectors are you interested in? What sections of society are you interested in? And I think, again, it's if it's something that you've got a personal interest in, you're, you're automatically going to be more relaxed more oh, engaging absolutely. when you actually sit down with somebody yeah you you are and, that, and that's a really good point and and that's um you know a, a, a potter clarks and we very much do our bd uh, as as you know in in by by sectors and by looking at um you know how clients um what they identify their business as, be that a life sciences company or a clean tech company. Yeah. And there are people that are, um, and, and, and people are wanting to volunteer for sector groups. You know, there are people out there that just love new battery technology. They're, they're absolute geeks and they spend ages looking at the performance of all the new electric cars. And then there are weirdos like me that are just <laughs> obsessed with, um, you know, life sciences and the, the the advent of of the digital world into life sciences and how we're all going to be diagnosing ourselves on our you know on our phones and we don't have to you know wait 20 minutes to speak to the 20 minutes let's try let's try 20 days to speak to a doctor (laughs) you know it's you're and I'm genuinely interested in that so I read about that um and and I think you know start to if you enjoy it and you have a you have a comment on what you're reading about, yeah, start to post about it. Start to go to events you're interested in, because BD won't be hard if you're just walking around a room talking to people about things you like to talk about. And one last question, if I may. Um, as I say, lawyers and accountants they don't enter the profession to go out and do business development. Um, it's an easy thing to avoid. You, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm far too busy. I've got too much on my desk at, at the moment. I couldn't possibly do that. I've got exams coming up, um, whatever it might be. The traditional model is to wait until, you know, you're a senior associate knocking on the door of the partnership. Now you've got to go out and do some BD, which thankfully over the last 10 or 12 years has changed massively. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> as, as the head of BD, your firm, which is a tier one international IP practice. When do you think your attorneys should start getting involved in the whole BD thing? I don't, I honestly don't think there is too early a time. I mean, we've, uh, when people enter into the profession, it's, you know, it takes them 
three or four, you know, three or four years at least to qualify. So it's like a tipping them, you know, it's if you think of like a balancing, you know, scales, you at the earlier stage, you're probably spending longer on professional work and less on business development. And then by the time you get to senior associate and partner, to be honest, over 50% of my time is business development, maybe more. Um, and and then still got to keep up with my professional work. But but even at the beginning, just um, just do those, uh, you know, and it, it's never too early to just start doing a little bit of BD. Um, and, and the stuff that will that you can grow and will just help you grow your skills, like like a, a, a coffee plan. You know, it's never too late to have a whiteboard on your wall with interesting people that I want to get to know better because um, I think they're a good person to know. It's never too early to write those names up on the whiteboard and make an excuse to go and have a coffee with them. And that's not going to take up loads and loads of time. You know, a, a coffee every couple of weeks with someone on your on your list or helping to write an article. And the earlier you do that stuff, um, it will just mean that it's not a shock to the system when, when let's face it, you have to do it. Because um, we're in a much tougher business than uh, tougher industry, I guess, than it, than it was 10 years ago. Um, to, to, to be a partner and to succeed in, in, in this profession, you have to show that you can, that you can grow a practice it's a vital part of what we do. Um, so it needs to be given that appropriate level of, I guess, of, of commitment. Um, so, you know, when you first start, absolutely concentrate, concentrate on the job, but it's never too early to start learning the skills. And I'm really glad you said that because one of the things that I say if I'm coaching much more, you know, junior whether it's trainees in an IP firm or newly qualifieds in a in a law firm, there's that many things going on now. Um, and here he is sounding his age. There was never these things when I was that age. But, <laughs> you know, there's temping bowling and get-togethers in microbreweries and uh, axe throwing and all sorts of really, oh. really good things that are designed specifically. So you can just go in and practice small talk with people that you don't know and I, for me, all i can all think about is. is you throwing axes now doug well like i say it didn't exist when i was when i was that age and thankfully it's never a skill that i've had to pick up but this is this is going to sound a little bit disparaging but i'm, I'm just using the you know the illustration to make a point if you if you put a small child in a swimming pool they're not scared they just find a way to swim yeah if you go into sort of adulthood thinking i can't swim you'll never learn so why not just get into good habits early and get out there and like i say just just practice making small talk with people you don't know you know that's a really good analogy i'm going to pinch that i mean obviously i pinch all your analogies but 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 you're absolutely right you know as a as a senior associate or as a partner i i don't have the um the the luxury of just um of giving it a go i need to make it succeed um, now I've spent a long time practicing, and I I I know the I I know various ways to do that, um, but there is a certain amount of pressure, and kind of rightly so. You know, I'm I that that's my job to yes. to grow new bit to grow new business. I even if I enjoy doing it, it's still a expectation. 
but 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 when you're a trainee, I mean, really, no expectation at all. Just get out there and do it. And you know, the, wonderful. The, exactly, exactly. And it's another thing that I've I've said to people. You know, there's no weight or expectation on your shoulders to bring back the firm's next client. They're just trying to get you in there. And you used a word a couple of minutes ago, which was commitment. Just just commit yeah. to the BD and get up and running. But you know, speaking as again the head of BD at your firm. You're also making a commitment, aren't you? Because you're giving them the resources, the time, the budget to actually Absolutely. go out and learn their craft. Absolutely, and and we we take it we take it really seriously, you know. And I'm, and, and I'm always saying to people, um, I I won't spoon feed you. I won't tell you what to do because uh, you know, as we've just been saying on you know on this call, you've you've got to find where you fit in. But I tell you what, I'll help you and I'll give you the resources and I'll make sure the coaching is available and I will, you know, adjust your, if you've heavy BD commitment, I will, uh, you know, adjust the, do my best to adjust mm. the billable hours targets, think, things like that. As a firm, you have to, and, and that's, that's another really good point, you, you have to make a, you, you can't just say these things and then give fee earners targets that means they couldn't possibly do anything else yeah if if you say that you're serious about getting the you know the juniors involved in personal development then you have to help them you have to enable them to do that um and and all levels of the business everybody has to make a commitment to it and you mentioned right at the start of this the conversation you got taken out just carrying the bag just watch yeah. just seeing what people said. And I was trained exactly the same way. We got sent out with the three senior guys and you literally said nothing. You just watched it. And as time progressed, you got more and more involved in the conversation. Um, you met, you know, your partners, contacts, more junior members of staff organically. Your network's grown without you even putting any real effort into it. Um, and I think... For me, people need to stop being scared of asking partners if they can have that opportunity because yeah. nine out of 10 partners are absolutely more than happy because uh, abs- the more they develop, the more it means for them. Absolutely. And, and I'm a firm believer in leading by example. Um, you can't, uh, the, the partners and owners of a firm, you, you can't just send the, you can't just say to juniors, go and win some work, go and do some BD. That's rubbish. That's going to backfire. You have to go out and do it. Set the example. Teach them how to do it. Um, show that you're committed as a firm to doing this, and 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 bring people along with you. So so you have to also lead by example. Jonah, we've taken up an awful lot of your time today. So thanks very much for that. Um, no problem. I could talk to you all day. That's a problem. I know. And we're going to have to now, now that we've broken the seal, so to speak, and we've got you on, you'll be back in a very, very shortly. I'm hoping. Oh, but, a, a repeat, a repeat, oh, repeat podcast. So no, this no, is my first not. one and I've already been sort of asked back. That's pretty you, good. You've been hundred percent asked back, but you can't, you can't just squeeze the lemon on this one. I'm, I'm going to oh, push no. you out of your comfort zone and give you a new topic as well. Um, but just to, to round this one off, we like to end with three top tips. So what are your three top tips for making BD fun? Uh, do what you love, number one. Um, and number two, uh, do what you love with the people that you like. 
Um, so do the things you like with the people you like. And um, oh, I've got to finish with squeeze the lemon um, because, you know, what, what better fun than than BD that uh, that doesn't take loads of time and that actually gets results. Um, so, yeah, those are my three tips. And three fantastic tips they are. Fiona, thanks so much for coming on and giving us so much time today. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Look forward to uh, look forward to coming back. Brilliant. That's a date then. Um, so there ends another edition of the Coffee Cast. I'm sure you found that as interesting as I definitely did. And so nice to sit down with somebody who can actually debunk those it takes too much time and it's too much of a chore type myths and has given us some really, really good practical stuff to think about. As always, if you want to download any of our content, any of our top tips, any of our white papers, or even just watch a couple of our one minute videos, all of which have their own BD and marketing tips in them, go to 10.5.co.uk forward slash resources. If you want to keep up with us on Twitter, it's at BD in law and if you either want to be a guest on an upcoming coffee cast and put yourself through the torture test that fiona just has or ask us to cover specific topics in upcoming coffee casts then please email me at douglas at ten and a half dot co dot uk but until the next time thanks very much for listening and cheerio